It's time for the 30A Local Show. What locals love. Public access bathrooms. Where locals see. Got any biscuits for sale in there? And other things you should know about 30A. Presented by 30A Local Properties. There's fucking science. There's brain surgery. It's not rocket surgery. It's brain science. It's brain surgery, rocket science. Is it? Was it? Yeah, I messed that up. That could be a. That's a lyric for a song or rocket, band. Rocket surgery. Rocket surgery. Brain science. Performing brain science. this year at the Songwriter Festival. Rocket surgery. Opening up for him is brain science. Brain science. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check it out. It is the 30A Songwriter Festival preview show, and I've got a really cool person here that. Uh, produces music festivals all across the world, and he also plays in the 30A Songwriter Festival. What we're talking about is uh, the best music festival on the, the Gulf Coast. It is a great venue. It's on 30A, place we know and love. January 15th through the 17th, and I guarantee tickets will be sold out to this. If you don't have them yet, you want to go online to 30asongwriterfestival.com and get them. It is a good festival this year. When I tell you it's good, it's it's borderline great. Uh, and I just the, the talent they have this year is outstanding. We're going to get into that with Scott, but I'm welcome Scott Crompton with Hookah Entertainment, and uh, he's also in a band called the Wildlife Specials. They play a lot of venues around here. Uh, they kind of pop up on the radar, and you guys are playing uh, probably quite a few days for the festival this year, aren't you? We are. This is our fifth year of playing the festival. I've, I've lived down here for about three and a half years now, so played a couple times before I moved here. And we really can't wait. It's one of the neatest things of the year, for sure. Now, who's your significant other in the band? His name is John Mark Turner. He's the, he's kind of the more talented one. He He's the talented musician, and I'm kind of more there for the looks. You are there yeah, for the looks. I mean, I've got a face for radio. That's right. And you know what? We've got great venues all up and down 30A, uh, like the one we're at. They're always involved in it. We're at Central Square Records in the heart of Seaside. A couple venues here. We've got the Rep, which is going to be a good venue for the... Mm-hmm. For the uh, uh, up really up close, about seventy five people can get in there. It's really awesome. Bud and Alley's across the street, Seaside's here, and uh, you know you just kind of go east or west, and there's great venues all over the place. So let's uh, let's get into the festival a little bit. Thirtieth um, Songwriter Festival, fifteenth through the seventeenth of January. Big name comes out first. That's going to hit the main stage over at Grand Boulevard, Jackson Brown. Yeah, well, there's not a whole lot of people. Uh, there's a handful of folks that have had an impact on songwriting like Jackson Brown has. I mean, this guy's been. Uh, a singer-songwriter since, you know, the early 60s. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a dozen songs. Jackson Brown's one of those artists where you go to his concert and every song he plays, you know the words to it. And he's not only written songs that he's uh, had critically acclaimed under his own voice, but he's written songs like, you know, Take It Easy, the Eagles hit, you know, was a Jackson Brown song and many, many others. He's he's really taken to writing songs for... uh, for film and television and for special products. He's, he's very much a, an activist. Uh, he's an anti-nuclear activist. He's also a wind energy activist. He's, in fact, the, his, his ranch is completely wind-powered. He's won some awards for, um, for conservation, ocean conservation as well, so it'll be great to have him here. But, no, he, major artists. I mean, major, major, major artists here at Grand Boulevard on a very small venue. And, you know, it always happens that these guys pop around, too. Yeah. You know, you can be, I think last year we, we played at uh, the Florida Fish House, and there was Zach Brown sitting in the front row. <laughs> right. You know? 
And so, you know, people kind of pop around, and it's that kind of vibe. The, the artists are treated great. They're kind of given a credential that enables them to kind of move around and see different things. So you'll see Jackson pop up a few times down here, I bet you. And this show is going to be sort of him and a piano, and it's pretty special. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's very, very excited this year. And, of course, the Grand Boulevard venue this year, uh, Sherry Brady and her team out there, they do an amazing job. So it's going to be really nice to sort of have a new spot to go to this year. It is. It'll change it up a little bit. It'll be good. Uh, on the main stage at Grand Boulevard, you've got a couple big names. Uh, another one they added that uh, instantly had people buying tickets, Grace Potter's coming to the Gulf Coast. Oh, yeah. Well, Grace Potter is somebody who I've known about for a while. Um, our our band, Blues Old Stand, played some dates with Grace and the Nocturnals. They're, they're really a cool group. She's, she's a fantastic fr- uh, entertainer, beautiful girl, great guitar player. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, I guess, I guess probably further back than I, I think, but I think you know around like 2008 or 2009, she she put out one of her first solo records and got the attention of like Kenny Chesney, and he did a song with her, um, you, you and Tequila, I think it's called, which yep. is a big hit for him and, and for her. And then then her band Grace Potter and the Nocturnals opened for the Stones last year, a couple of times. You know, that's a pretty big honor. And then then on top of that. Uh, Mick Jagger had her out singing "Give Me Shelter," you know, which is the famous sort of Mary Clayton vocal right. that's been done by Sheryl Crow and Lisa Fisher, and you know, I mean, if, when Mick calls you up to do the "Give Me Shelter," uh, background vocal, yeah, you, you, get you, a, you get a chip. You that's know, good stuff. Chip. So Grace she's Potter, fantastic. Grace Potter is coming, and uh, she has a new album out. You can check that out. Definitely pick it up before Midnight. you. Uh, yeah, it's very good. Very uh, a little, little bit poppy. Yeah, a little bit more poppy. Uh, the the ladies love it right now. My wife is listening uh-huh. to it constantly. Uh, Shovels and rope. A uh, lot of excitement around these two coming here as well. Uh, they're going to be sharing the stage with Grace on Sunday. Yeah, very interesting. I was uh, I didn't know much about them, but when I started looking into who they were, I realized that uh, Carrie Ann Hurst is in the band. She, she's a, f- a fantastic singer, vocalist, writer, um, and and her husband, who's also with the band, their their husband and wife duo, uh, Michael Trent. He's been a touring artist for a long time, songwriter, session player. And they kind of formed together as almost sort of like a parody to make a movie which they made, um, which uh, ended up winning, winning some awards, I believe, for music documentary. And they were, the, they were the Americana Music Awards Emerging Artist of the Year two years ago. Wow. And the yeah. folks that come out of that, so, you know, it's a pretty long, you know, lucrative list. So I don't know much about them. I have not heard them perform as a, as a duo, but I'm looking forward to it. They're big in the Carolinas. Big, big, big. So let's talk about uh, Hook Entertainment, and uh, I kind of want to tie it into what you do with your, your company. Uh, you book these national huge festivals, three-day festivals, similar to the 38th Songwriter Festival. How? I mean, you guys go through it. It's a year-long process to just to get one of the festivals up, but you guys run four or five that are huge. We do, we do. And, and the, we always tell people that the festivals are, you know, three- or four-day events, but they ha- but we're working on them 365 days a year. Yeah. You know, for anybody that's a CEO of a company or run, run manages a company, can you imagine working all year long to have one weekend of sales? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a lot, there's a lot goes into it. But, no, I mean, you know, we are uh, huge fans of this festival. You know, we're big fans of, of, of Russell's. I've known Russell for years. And uh, big fans of this festival. What this festival does that's different than our festivals is it's really grown organically. And I think one of the reasons for that is that these musicians that are here, these songwriters are here, Many of them you're gonna you, you know they've been here around a few times they've made a, a name for themselves as entertainers, but I tell you there is so many hit records, so many hit songs that have been written by folks that are appearing at the festival this year. Right, and for me that's always real special. You know, I mean I, I can buy some beignet mix at the grocery store, but it's just not as good as getting one from Cafe Dumont. So it's not. when you hear a song that you know, 
that's written by the songwriter that he's able to deliver the passion that was written on. So I, we really enjoyed that. But yeah, the festival business is a lot of fun. We, we enjoyed that. I bet it is. Is there an advantage to producing a songwriter festival like this one in an area like 30A? Because it'd be tougher in the heart of Pensacola sure. or Panama City or Orlando. It's just it's more hustle and bustle. This fits a little bit better, doesn't it, down here? It, it, it really does. I mean, if, if we decided to, we were going to throw a... I mean, our company, you know, founded the Hangout Music Festival, which is pretty well known in the South. I mean, the first four years of its existence, we were the producer and founders of that festival. We do one in Fort Lauderdale called the Tortuga Festival in April, which is basically the Hangout Festival uh, country in right. Fort Lauderdale, which we've grown now and sort of far surpassed the size of Hangout, and it's, and it's been far more successful. But can you do that here on 30A? Can you do that here? Not, you know, not really. You're not really. And so I think what Russell's done is really brilliant. I mean, he's partnered with a lot of small venues, and even venues that don't have music have music for the Songwriters Festival. Mm-hmm. And the neat thing is, is no matter what time of day it is, you can t- go to your app on your phone, which everybody has to get the app. Yeah, 38 yeah. Songwriter Festival app is really awesome this year. It's available right yeah. now in your Android and um, Apple Marketplace. So download that. It's a fantastic application, and you can just you can just open it up and say, "Hey, where am I right now?" Okay, let's say let's. I'm in the seaside area. It's two o'clock. Here's what's going on here. And I can guarantee that you're going to see really good stuff. This festival has had a slower maturity process because it's grown organically, and that's by design, and that's to its credit, and that's what makes it even even a more fun event. But now, not that there ever was, but certainly now, there's no there's no weak artists here. No. There, there, are, there are a lot of local artists that are part of the event, but not all local artists. Um, it's original music. By, by the local artists. So really, I mean, you really can pop into just about anywhere. I mean, I popped into something last year. I got off the trolley just kind of at the wrong spot, which is hard to explain as a resident. But let's just say it happened. And I got off the, I got off the trolley, and I went, and I went and saw Bob Schneider for the first time. Yeah. Blown away. He's awesome. So, so now I'm like, where is Bob Schneider playing this year? Right. So that's the way it works. I mean, anywhere that you go, you could just wander up and down the beach. There's no reason to be in a big hustle here or there. Of course, you want to catch the good shows. You want to see Jackson Brown. You want to see Grace Potter, Shovels and Rope. Um, I've got some favorites like Charlie Mars and Will Kimbrough and others that I want to definitely see. But other than that, you can just kind of wander around from venue to venue seeing wonderful acts. And, of course, the ven- the, the uh, sights here aren't too bad either. I mean, no, it's beautiful. No, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh the guy last year definitely I'd seen uh, Bob Snyder in uh, Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, and he was amazing on a river down there. And so I was like, everybody, you got to go see Bob Snyder. And he was up close and personal at 723 Whiskey Bravo last year, and I believe he played over here at Button Alley's as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this year uh, we've got Drew Holcomb's coming in. Yeah, unbelievable, right? <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I, I was looking like today. I looked at the uh, at the lineup a, a few days ago. And some stuff really, really came out to me. I mean, J.D. Souther, I mean, this is the guy who had, you know, Ry Cooter, Jim Gordon, and James Burton in his band. J- James Burton was Elvis's guitar player. Right. Everybody knows who Ry Cooter is. Jim Gordon, one of the finest drummers in the world. I mean, this is how he started early on. He wrote songs with with, uh, with Don Henley. He's, his new record has Jeff Coughlin, who's a sax player, you know, uh, most well-known for the Dave Matthews Band, and Billy Childs, who may be one of the greatest piano players living of all time. So this is a guy that's just on the bill. He just appears kind of halfway through the app, you know, with phenomenal, phenomenal chops and, and uh, really a, a long history of playing and writing with some of the world's greatest song, songwriters. Scott did his homework this year. Uh, you've got a list of artists that you can kind of kind of give us a little background on some of them. So why don't we start going through some of those? Uh, sure. Well, J.D.'s one of them. Um, I, I really didn't know anything about him, but his name was familiar to me. 
And uh, again, here's a guy that you know he was he was from Abilene, Texas. He ended up in Los Angeles working at the Troubadour, and he did open mics at the Troubadour. And to put that in perspective, the Troubadour in those days in the '70s, people like Glenn Fry, mm. you know, and uh, others were doing open mics at the Troubadour. That's how he kind of got his stars, and he's made some a lot of good records. I mean, the, the guys from the Cracker here this year, right? I, mean, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> that's kind of bizarre. Who cares? You know, I love hearing it on the station. Yeah, and Cracker's cool. And, you know, and of course, Lowe's a cool tune. But, you know, let's keep in mind, David Lowry was in Camper Van Beethoven. Right. I mean, that's what's so crazy. I mean, you know, so that's going to be very, very cool to see a, to see a band like that down here. I mean, that's going to be a phenomenal thing. Um, the, the, the trio, uh, Matricia Burke, Susan Burgess, and Gretchen, these girls are all incredibly uh, gifted songwriters. You know, in fact, uh, Matricia is married to, I believe, his, what's his name? Jeff? Jeff Hanna. Jackson Brown's in a band called the Nitty Gritty Band, which produced a lot of people. Well, Jeff is in the Nitty Gritty Band still, so a little bit of uh, nepotism there. And, right. And, you know, all these are all songwriter Hall of Fame people, written songs for Reba McIntyre, Trish and others. This has become like Nashville's little power songwriting trio. So that's going to be really hot this year. I'm looking forward to that. You know, Ari DeFranco you know, has always been one of my favorites. She's, I'm, we, we spend a lot of time in New Orleans. Our family does. and She lives down in New Orleans. She's a hell of a guitar player. Yeah. Great finger-picking guitar player. You know, and... Chuck D covered one of her songs. Wow. You know, I mean, so she's like all over the map. She's gotten at least nine Grammy nominations. I know she's won a couple of times. Um, Sean Mullins, who continues to make great record after great record after great record. You know, people forget he wrote the song Lullaby, one of the biggest hits ever on radio. He was Grammy nominated for that. You know, he's one of the ones that is, I sometimes overlook great player. Jay Farr may be the guy I'm looking forward to the most. Really? Jay's a Mississippi guy. Big ties to our buddy John David Sullivan. Okay. Okay. So back in the day, there was a band called Uncle Tupelo, which produced a guy named Jeff Tweedy, who produced a band called Wilco. Sure. So Uncle Tupelo was sort of one of those founding sort of like Americana slash jam bands that, that happened like in the early 90s, late 80s in the Mississippi area. Jay was a leader of those bands, and he went on to form a band called Sunvolt, yeah. which was a huge band. Yep. And um, so, you know, he's going to be fantastic. He's going to be my kind of guy, you know, just real, real, real Southern songwriter, bluesy Americana, great musician. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Let me, let me, let me drop one in here on you. You might not have listed this one. Uh, Christian Bush. Mm. I mean, okay, so you might not know the name. Sugarland. Yeah, half of I know. Sugarland. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And he's got a great song. I don't know if you've seen the video. It, uh, he sets up his guitar. I think he's in Chicago, mm-hmm. and you know you have a lot of artists that are always playing for money, and they have their guitar out and hey, drop a dollar in for me. I'm out here playing all day. It's well, called busking. That's right. They're okay. Busking. So he did it opposite. He put a wad of cash in there and he put a big arrow and says, "Just take one." So he was giving people money during the video. It was hilarious. Well, wow, is, is he going to pull that? Is he going to do that same deal down here? I hope so. I'm, I'm going to sit right in the front and take every uh, bit of it. Right in front of his show. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, we talked about Bob Schneider and the Ugly Americans. I mean, Bob Schneider, that was one of the most entertaining sets of music that I've seen, you know, in, I guess in a year. And so I can't wait to see Bob Schneider. You have to get out and see Bob Schneider. I hope he brings his whole band around here sometime because they're good. Yeah, well, he's just amazing. But I just like his, his draw. You know, like, for example, like, I know we talk about Charlie every year, but I just love Charlie Mars. You know, when you go see a Charlie Mars show, and, and generally, the, I think it was last year or two years ago, I'm a big fan of Charlie's, and I went with, went there. We were we were playing in the same venue later in the day, and I went way early to see Charlie. Right. And they had this, they, they paired him with two other songwriters who were very good, and I don't remember their names. Forgive me, but but he went second. So the first one, the first uh, person played some songs, very heartfelt, beautiful, well-written, 
perfect meter songs, you know, and everybody in the crowd was just feel, feeling, you know, so felt really empathetic for the song. Right? Then Charlie gets out there, and you know, and Charlie's telling that tell, writes a song about a, a girl he dated when he really wanted to be with her mother. <laughs> you know, and it's just like it's just the he, the light that he brings, the, the lightness right. to sorry. And you, but but you forget he's a hell of a writer, right. hell of a singer, you know, hell of a player. So he's always somebody I look forward to. Jim Lauderdale. You know Jim Lauderdale? I, I definitely know, yeah. Jim Lauderdale. Well, I love Jim because he's a deadhead. I had a chance to work with him at Blade Studios, I think, around 2010. Awesome. He's been a Nashville writer, player, forever and ever and ever. Um, big, big part of the Grateful Dead family. I did not know that when I knew Jim. When I was friends with Jim and we would talk, I did not know that the whole time. Because if I'd have known that, we'd still be talking. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the, of the music and the Grateful Dead culture. Right. He just produced a new record. It's a two-volume record, and Luther Dickinson is producing part of it. Awesome. And Luther is a you know someone who came down here, I guess, last year and fell in love with the area. Fell in love with the area, and I yeah. think everybody fell in love with him. No doubt, he's <laughs> right. amazing. Right, he and his brother both. And you know, and, you know, and uh, and Cody Dickinson is is nominated for Grammy this year. That's awesome. His younger brother. That's awesome. So that's pretty exciting. You know, uh, Randall Bramlett. He was just here with with his CD release. You yep. know, phenomenal, phenomenal player. Another one of those guys where. We all know about we all know about Steve Winwood. We all know about Derek Trucks. Well, this is this is a guy. Those guys call when Steve Winwood goes on tour. He calls Randall Bramlett and asks him to play keyboard and sax with him. Wow! You know he asked Derek Trucks to come on and play records for him. So, you know, again, it's just a matter of, of these folks that have these history. Tommy Talton, you know, he was in Cowboy with Scott Boyer. Yeah, they opened up for the Marshall Tucker Band and the Allman Brothers and Leonard Skinner back in the day. So these are all guys that you know I'm familiar with that are come here every year and. It's just such a phenomenal opportunity to see incredible talent in a very loose environment and generally small venues. I mean, Corey, what's the average? What would you say the average? Seriously, what's the average venue size? 30, 40. Yeah, and if you take out the bigger ones, it's probably less than that. Yeah, I mean, you, you get the button alleys and you might get under that tent back there 40, 50 maybe. It, yeah. it, it, it gets full quick, but there's so many venues spread out that. You, you kind of want to say, okay, kind of almost plan in your head, but then you were walking by a venue and be like, hey, there's seats. Let's just sit down. Yeah, Cause sure. Because it doesn't really matter where you go. But, uh, but for artists, especially for, for a song, you know, we, we produce big music festivals, and it's, it's such, a, such a fun time. And we, we work with the largest musicians in the world. But we work with, you know, 60,000, 70,000 people. Right. You know, massive stages, massive production. Yep. And, the, and the, when the artists come into a scenario like this, where this crowd that has grown organically is really so respectful of the artist and the music. When they come in here and they see these small crowds, they really have the opportunity to, to bond with the crowd and to perform for the crowd and to get a real energy from the crowd. Right. And that's really, really, really special. And we talk about small venues. I don't want to make every venue sound like they're small because the lake house is not. Not yet. Uh, let's talk about uh, Alice Beach. Caliza is not. It's an incredible yeah. venue. Uh, when you come down here to the seaside area, they're a little bit smaller, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also putting the right artists in there. They're, you know, Pandora's, you're getting what you're getting on, sure. on their Fridays and Saturday and Sunday nights there. So uh, there's going to be more people in there, probably a little bit louder, you know. <laughs> so, what's, I mean, what's Grand Boulevard going to be capacity-wise? More than what, more more than it was a golf place? 1,500. Oh, probably a little bit more you than 1,500. 2,000 people? Okay, well, that's Jackson Brown at 2,000 people. Right. I mean, you just, you just don't see that. I mean, this, this, this guy doesn't go out and play. Right. He goes out. He goes out and plays when he wins like lifetime achievement awards, <laughs> right. and when he gets inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know. But he comes down here to our part of the woods and plays a two thousand seat venue, and he'll sh- he'll show up because he's looked at this list 
and he said, oh, I like, I've heard about this person. I've seen that person. Mm-hmm. I bet he'll show up with greater than them. I guarantee you'll show up. Wow. I'll be surprised. It's really cool. You know? Let's refresh everybody on tickets. Uh, you know, you're hearing about all the music that's going to be here, but you got to be here. The tickets are available. Yep. You, have to, you have to go online and get them. Better get uh, them now. Yeah, get them now. It's uh, 30asongwriterfestival.com. Tickets are available. Uh, they sold out, oh, I think, check-in day last year, and they were done. Mm-hmm. I just anticipate with some of the names on this list that we're not going to be talking about Hey, is it going to sell out or not? As we get to festival week, and that's that's not very far away. It's just not worth waiting for. If 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 you're thinking about coming down here for the festival, or you're going to be here for the festival, or you're fortunate like us to to call this place home, you know, get some tickets. Yeah, go check it out. It's 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 really amazing. And the really neat thing is, is that you know that the 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 proceeds, the profits from this event, go go directly to the Creative Arts Alliance. Right. So I mean, it's not like that. You know that we've got. You know, we're we're fortunate in this community. We've we've got good folks who've done some good things, including, you know, making sure that whatever happens here, the money stays in the community and does well for the community. And Jennifer and her crew at CA do an amazing job with the rep. They do an amazing job in many many other places. This is their largest fundraiser. And if you're a local, whether you enjoy music or not. You're getting a benefit from that group somewhere along the line. So pl- please come out and support. And I- I'd say I-, I ask you to come out because I know you're going to enjoy it. Right. I mean, you know, it's just so amazing to sit in, a- sit in a venue, large or small, and hear really high quality, really people that really the arc of their profession. Let me give you a little insider tip. If you're coming to Seaside at any venues here, uh, there are some parking areas to the east and west that you can just have a nice little stroll and enjoy the whole neighborhood instead of trying to get into the main central square area. It gets pretty busy on Friday night and Saturday night around here, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, it's also we have the uh, shuttle system that will be inside of our app. Uh, it is going to hopefully be running about every 15 minutes up and down the road, and you can see the progress of the shuttles inside of the app, which is pretty unique. So uh, there is a little need to actually drive from venue to venue. They have a shuttle mm-hmm. system. And if you are driving, just remember the Draper Lake Bridge is still closed through March. So. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer. So you will have to go out and around uh, the Blue Mountain and Gulf Place area to kind of get back and forth. So. I tell you, last year we did the shuttles exclusively. It's really better to sort of park either on the on the east end of 30A or on the west end of 30A to avoid the 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 car congestion. Yeah, and just ride the shuttles. The shuttles are great. Their shuttles are clean. They're fast. They're on time. You meet people because normally what happens is is you're going to get in, on the shuttle with like-minded folks who are having a ball. Their grins are going from ear to ear, <laughs> right. and they're going to say, "What did you see? Hey, what did you see? Oh, that, well, that well, you need to really see this. This was really great. You can look on the schedule, find that person again, and let somebody else do the driving. You know? Yeah. Make sure because you're going to be up and down. There's no reason to drive. Make sure to get down here. There's a lot of great partners. A uh, place we're staying for the whole festival is the Courtyard Marriott, which is right next to Grand Boulevard. That is a good spot. Uh, they have Absolutely. specials right now. I believe it's uh, P50. Uh, if you put that in, it's a good uh, rate special. But you can go to 38 Songwriter Festival. Find all of the partners that you can come down here and stay and uh, have a good time with us. It's uh, something we look forward to every year, and it's almost here. Scott, make sure we check out uh, you and your group uh, playing. Yeah. I can't wait to see where you're playing this year. John, Mark, and I, this is an interesting year. Every year for this, this music festival, we try to write all new material. With emphasis on the word "try," because right. we end up we end up we like we never we never get enough that we truly like, but we always manage to have two or three that we we like, and they kind of stayed with us when we play other shows around the country, or whatever. And so this year, um, I'm doing a solo record this year. That's kind of my my, nice. my New Year's resolution is because I haven't done one in a couple of years. 
and it's going to be sort of made up of some of the songs we've written for the festival. So we're always so honored to be part of it. Um, I think it's an incredible event down here. To me, this is not so much of a music event. This is a family reunion for songwriters. Yeah. And um, I can tell you that the people that come to play here love it. And that's why you see folks clamoring to get back here. It's not easy to become a part of the Songwriters Festival. A lot of people want to be part of it. A lot of people apply. And they really pick, you know, strong writers. And they bring back ones every year. I can't emphasize enough it's one of the best events of the year. It is. It's one of the best music events on the Gulf Coast. Yep. And uh, we're we really very, very much excited about it and hope everybody comes out. I think you should drop a, a cover song as you're kind of playing your last one. Maybe cover like The Weeknd, I Can't Feel My Face or something <laughs> You know, I'm not sure if that would be that would be appropriate. You know, but know. I, for 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 my you know for my age. But I, I will say this: it was interesting. I was at a uh, you know Mike Whitty, yeah. who's 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 a treasure. I love him so much. He, he's a local musician. Mike Whitty's amazing. He, Mike Whitty has an amazing story. You know, he's a, he was a Nashville songwriter on a Nashville label, toured the country, came down here, fell in love with Don. We all knew Don. Don Chapman, the yep. wonderful photographer down here, oh, best yeah. photographer on 38. Yep. Fell in love with her. Ended up selling here. But he's a he's a treasure. You know, Mike Whitty, to me, is a real treasure. And uh, we were at the Songwriters Fest, I guess it was last year, and I, I went to watch his set because you, you, every one of Mike's sets are different. And I was fortunate enough to play with him for a year in his band. And he said, he played a cover song, and he said, I'm going to play this cover song because this is a Songwriters Festival, and I want to celebrate this song. I heard it. There you go. So I thought that was, pretty, that was kind of give us all sort of like, a, you know, give us, you know, a uh, cover to do the same kind of thing. Because there are, there are some great songs out there that you – that you feel like you know you know you didn't write them, but you want but to you play feel it. close to them. Yeah, you feel like you found you know you knew where the writer was, not it. And all of us have had a chance to sit and talk with other writers. I was writing with JD, uh, JD Sullivan a couple of days ago. We were talking about as good of friends as we are, we've never had the conversation, and, and bandmates as we are, yeah, never had a conversation of you know well, where where does it start for you? Where do you start? What how do you start a song? Where does it come from? So I think that. Uh, this festival is very unique in that respect, and it's certainly a, a jewel down here. And happy for 38 to be part of it, 38 Radio. And, and maybe me and you can do our little shenanigans again this year. Well, I'm sure I'll see you at Pandora's. Put some mics in front of some guys' faces late at night and get some good stuff. But uh, please come down, everyone, and local community, support it, and uh, you know, be a part of it. Yeah, and once again, I'm sorry for last year, Luther. So No, <laughs> <laughs> no what you say is you apologize now for what your events later. That's right. Yeah. You, were, you were fairly yeah. well-behaved on camera. I was very for good a radio on camera. Show. For a radio show. <laughs> I did not look good on camera. But anyways, that's a wrap. That is our 30A Songwriter Pre- uh, Festival preview show. We did it on the balcony at Central Square Rec- Records. We did it on the balcony at Central Square Records, which is one of the great venues to come and check no out. No doubt. Yeah. This, this, don't forget about Central Square Records. They always... Have some coffee in here for you, and uh, it is cool packed. It's a very cool. I caught Grayson and uh, Amy Levere in here last year. Oh yeah, she's back in this year. I know she is. So she's she's really beautiful. Good. You know, I had I had after the festival last year, her and I and Will Sexton played a couple of dates together. Nice. We, we after that we kind of kind of reunited and picked up and played. And she's 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 phenomenal. We got. I mean, I should have talked about her. I love Amy. She's well, great. Yeah. And then we never talk. We never, of course we leave Will Kimbrough off because we love Will and we call him Will Thirty Eight Kimbrough. He. He's the man. He's an amazing player. You know, he's going to be down here again. There, there's just, there's just so many. It's so much fun. It's such a great event. We're so fortunate to have Russell, you know, do this yeah. down here. Had the local community support it, and I really hope, and I, and I really hope, and I know that this community will support it and come out. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. And that was the encore portion of the preview show. A couple extra mentions for some names. Definitely, uh, Will Kimbrough is always good. Uh, and if you don't know about Will, you'll find out about him when you're here. Go see uh, Will Kimbrough. Go see Will. He's fantastic. And, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of cool at Bud Alley's last year with Will Kimbrough on stage watching the other songwriters that just got paired with him. They were like, I can't believe I'm on the stage with Will Kimbrough. 
So it's it's a big deal. Well, I have my T-shirt. <laughs> Will Kimbrough is an alien. Yeah, it's, it's about it's about right. But no, he's I'm excited for him. We we could go on all afternoon. Yeah, we'll do. We'll just keep uh, everybody informed as the festival gets here. The week is going to be crazy. Stay tuned to 38 Radio for updates. Uh, we'll be live up and down the road talking about our favorite thing, which is music. Thanks, Scott. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Looking forward to it.